0: News politics and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Macias show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads. And if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 112 of the Luke Macias show. The sexual revolution is waging war on the citizens of Texas. The very first podcast episode we brought to you, our viewers and listeners, was a story about Jeff Younger, a father whose son has been being transitioned psychologically by his ex-wife since the age of three, who's been meeting with professional psychologists and doctors who have been scheming together to manipulate him into becoming a girl. Their plan for him would be to block his puberty before he hits it to have permanent genital mutilation surgery on him in his teens. And that story brought to light not only the fact that one case was happening in Texas, but hundreds of cases were happening in Texas at the Genesis clinics in Houston and Dallas. And um, Brian Slayton, Representative Brian Slayton out of House District 2, has taken this issue and run with it in the last week. And it has been incredibly revealing as to where the Texas House is falling on this issue. And I really shouldn't say the Texas House. I should tell you where Dade Phelan single-handedly is falling on this issue. He's very much like Joe Strauss at this point because Joe Strauss basically said, I'm going to prevent a bunch of House Republicans from voting on issues that I know they will vote against what I agree with. And I'm going to single-handedly prevent that from happening. The policy, if it were voted on the House floor, would have been enacted, but Strauss single-handedly killed it. And Dade Phelan has done that. So last week, Brian Slayton, on the very first bill of the very first calendar, offered a simple amendment, and I'll explain it to you all here. Sinfronia Thompson had a bill that was simply saying that when a spouse, a mother or a father who owes child support in a custody battle, was not paying that child support. The state court could go take that money from their retirement accounts, their IRAs, their state pension funds. They could go take three or four or $5,000 a month, whatever they owe, $1,800 a month from their retirement account, and they could send it to the spouse that was owed the money. Brian Slayton had a simple amendment that he offered that was completely germane to the bill that said In the event that there's a dispute between the parties, the mother and the father, as to whether or not the money being given would be used to sexually transition a child, the court will issue a stay. So basically saying these proceedings don't go. If one of the parents is saying, hey, this money is going to get used to sexually transition my child. Now, you'd have to prove that, right? You couldn't just make it up. Hey, my ex is going to sexually transition my son. Therefore, she can't get this money. That wouldn't work. You'd, there'd have to be a process by which you would prove that and the judge would have discretion in that. So it would make sense that the legislative body would be able to decide, is that a requirement we want to put on this money or not? But Dade Phelan upheld a Democrat point of order that basically said the legislature is not even allowed to debate this policy. And this is a process whereby the speaker can single-handedly keep policy from even being debated in the manner in which it's supposed to be debated. So that was last week, or the week before last, technically, I guess. Time's flying by in this legislative session. So last week, a new bill came to the floor, and a fantastic bill. A bill that has been being worked on by a lot of conservative groups for a long time to overhaul the CPS process. And it was a pretty substantial piece of legislation that was in many ways going to redefine what neglect is to how a parent should or can neglect their child. Meaning, what is it to neglect your child? And the goal of the legislation was to prevent, in cases where it's unnecessary, the removal of children, okay? There were other things that the bill did, but the way to look at this bill is it was a pretty significant substantive overhaul of the CPS process. And so the goal being stated was, hey, we want to make sure that in cases where children shouldn't get removed, they don't get removed. Okay, because the process of a child being removed from their parents is very traumatic. So if trauma has not occurred in the house and then they're removed, you've just traumatized the child. The state has, which is one of the things we've talked about on this show when it comes to CPS reform. So Brian Slayton had an amendment on that legislation that would do something very simple. It would say that one of the things since we're opening up this statute, we're opening up what it is to neglect a child, how it should be handled, CPS, abuse, child abuse. We're going to say that it is child abuse for two parents to conspire with other adults to sexually transition their child. They shouldn't have that child. They are abusing that child. And Dade Phelan yet again killed that amendment with a point of order. And then the next day, the third amendment came. And this amendment, let's say the other two amendments were hundred percent germane. This amendment's like hundred and twenty-five percent germane. Okay, there's just no way it's not germane. It is an amendment that simply says, "Let's go on defense on this issue because Jeff Younger, as an example, has had he has had CPS called on him for not putting his son in address five times." I want you to think about that. In Texas, you have a man who's telling his son he's a boy who's dressing him like a boy, who's referring to him by his male name. And other people are calling CPS on him, saying he's abusing his son by not telling his son he's a girl. That's happening in Texas. So Brian Slayton had a simple amendment that said, you can't call CPS on a parent for doing what Jeff Younger's doing. Hmm and Dade Phelan teamed up with the Democrats and made the most absurd ruling I've ever seen. I have not witnessed such gymnastics. Joe Strauss did this once on a similar issue when it came to killing a spending limit bill that was before the Texas House. But other than that, and and that would kill less people, but other than that issue never seen this type of mental gymnastics exercised by a speaker he teamed up with the democrats to kill this issue and uh and we're going to show y'all both representative slayton's layout now and then also um dade point of order ruling for that third amendment so here we go
1: We'll read the amendment amendment by slayton the chair recognizes mr slayton to explain the amendment
2: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, this amendment would add to the list of items that would not provide clear evidence to terminate the parent-child relationship. The refusal of the parent to affirm or approve the child's gender modification, including consenting to gender modification therapies, drugs, and surgeries.
3: Mr. Speaker, will the gentleman yield for a question? Does the gentleman yield? Yes. Yes. Gentlemen, gentleman yields for questions. All right. You've been offering this amendment quite a few times, and uh, I know you, you lose every time. I want to know why you're doing it. I want, I want you to be heard. Be brief, but tell people why you want this amendment heard. So, I became aware of what's
2: going on in Texas with children. Uh, a lot of times pre-puberty, going through gender modification surgeries, I became um, Members, please take your conversations outside the rails. I met a man who is going through a divorce, and his spouse was trying to get the gender changed of his son, three years old. He spent seven years through numerous court battles. CPS was called on him five times because he would not put his son in a dress. And he does not want his son to have this permanent procedure.
3: Look, I'm going to sleep. I know you pretty well. Son. This is pretty emotional for you, and I know this is important. The reason I'm asking this question you weren't expecting is I want people to see how important this is to you. This is why you keep fighting for it. I want you to be heard. I know this is important to you. I just I, I want people to know that you're not just coming up here to do an amendment, just to to cause chaos, this is personal to you, it's correct? He's
0: just a child. He's a child.
3: So, so let, me, let me ask one last question and then I'll leave you because I know this is hard. Is this not part of Proposition 6, which was passed with 95% of the Republican voters voting yes on it in 2020? Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Mr. Moody, for what purpose? Mr. Speaker, I raise a point of
1: order against further consideration of Mr. Slayton's amendment. Under Rule 11, Section 2 of the rule of the House of Representatives, on the grounds that the amendment is not germane to House Bill 567 because it adds a second subject. Please bring your point of order down front. Representative Moody raises a point of order against further consideration of the Slayton Amendment under Rule 11, Section 2 of the House rules on the grounds that the amendment is not germane. The subject of the bill is ensuring that children are not unnecessarily removed from their homes in suits affecting the parent-child relationship based on a certain class of activities. The bill amends three family code sections that provide the statutory criteria in suits affecting the parent-child relationship for the removal of a child based on the acts of a parent. The Slayton Amendment would amend the bill's provisions in this regard to include acts by a parent that include withholding consent to certain medical treatments for a child. Mr. Slayton acknowledges that the amendment would allow a parent to withhold consent to or approval of certain medical procedures that a child in the exercise of personal judgment may desire. Based on Mr. Slayton's arguments, the chair finds that the subject of the amendment is parental consent to medical treatment. The purpose of an amendment determines its germaneness. Any relationship to judicial proceedings over the parent-child relationship is merely secondary. The amendment is not germane. Accordingly, the point of order is well taken and sustained.
0: Hmm. So as you can see, we know where Dade Phelan is on this issue. And, and here's the truth. We actually knew where Dade Phelan was on this issue before. Uh, I'm going to read. So Jessica Gonzalez is um, an LGBT Democrat who uh, publicly stated the reason that she was supporting Dade Phelan when he was running for speaker. And here's what she said. There was um, this group of legislators called the Equity Caucus that she was part of that interviewed Dade Phelan when, as a Republican, he was trying to circumvent the Republican caucus process and court Democrat votes to get the speakership. This is similar to what Joe Strauss did. So, in a meeting with that group of Democrat lawmakers... Phelan was asked how he would handle controversial social issues. And, and this is a quote from Jessica Gonzalez, he said he would do his best to make sure we are on track and able to get business done. Hmm. So you ask a guy who's a Republican, what are you going to do when all these controversial social issues come up? And he says, I'm going to do my best to make sure we are on track to get the business we need done done. And unless you're naive, you know that what he's saying is, I'm going to work really hard to single-handedly, unilaterally, defeat that legislation and prevent those debates from happening as much as possible. Now, we're going to pass some pro-life legislation this session. There's going to be some other good things that happen. But this issue is at the core of the massive cultural discussion and debate we're having. And right now the Texas House is silent on it, and they are allowing hundreds of children to be sexually abused in the state of Texas by some very radical people. And it needs to stop. Brian Slayton, in you know a matter of a couple of weeks, has accomplished more than most legislators accomplish in their entire legislative careers. He is forcing the legislature to address this issue or just reveal to the entire state of Texas that they have no intention. In fact, they are complicit in the mutilation of these children because they're the lawmakers. They run for office to get these positions to handle these issues. And if they don't want to handle the issues, it means they believe the status quo is fine. They don't think the status quo is fine when it comes to rural broadband internet. They don't think the status quo is fine when it comes to all sorts of important issues. They don't think the status quo is fine when it comes to um, every single one of the governor's emergency items, ERCOT. They think it's a problem that certain board members on ERCOT were out of state. Well, I agree too. But do you know what that's not doing? Mutilating children. It's bad. It's bad. But ERCOT's problems would have still been problems had we had out of, out of all in-state board members, that we'd still be dealing with a massive failure of ERCOT. It's not like those out-of-state board members are the ones that pushed policies from a power perspective that crippled our state. So yes, is it important? I mean, it's good to not have these out-of-state people. Would it have changed anything? No. Is it a higher priority than this issue? Absolutely. So this is the issue before us. We now know where Dade Phelan is going to stand on the issue. We know that he's going to actively work with Democrats to try to ensure that hundreds of children in Texas can continue continue to be sexually transitioned from their actual real biological sex of male or female to the opposite. It's an evil practice. I'm very grateful that we have a couple champions on this issue that aren't backing down. And on this issue, it's been Representative Slayton just refusing to back down. There are a lot of Republicans who even want this thing banned who are literally mad at Brian for pushing this issue. Think of that. I want it banned, but I don't want you to force the legislature to have to make a decision on it. This is the type of broken system we have in Texas politics. And it's why we need something different. It's why each and every one of us need to continue to take ownership of our own situations and help to move Texas in the right direction. Because this battle's going on and it's costing people's lives. I hope you have a blessed week. There's a lot of other stuff going on in Texas, but that was the big one that I wanted to make sure that y'all knew about and are following. Over the next 60 days, there's going to be a ton of issues debated and Texas will have to pick a side on many of those issues. But Dave Phelan's working to make sure that the legislature doesn't have to pick a side because if he can kill every amendment with a point of order, however he wants, then he will destroy the legislative process as we know it. It's going to be interesting to see if that's the tact he decides to take. And it will be even more interesting to see how many legislators stand by his side while he does it. We'll have to see. It's going to be a fun session. I hope you all are following. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. If you value this content and want our message to spread, please consider three of the following steps. One subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review Two, visit Luke and sign up for our email alerts. And three follow Raz and I on Twitter and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Luke Messias Texas. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Luke Messias Texas. Thank you so much and God bless.